if you ever watch home makeover shows, there is a real impetus and a desire to finish the entire project, to have everything looking perfect in one go. But in real life, actually, this might not be the best approach, and I'll explain why. Hello, and thank you for joining me, Philippa Richard, on the Enriching Design podcast, talking about how design can make homes and cities better for people and better for the planet. In the psychology world, they use a phrase called hedonistic adaptation, which I know is a fancy phrase, but basically what it means is we get used to stuff. Something can be exciting when it's new and it gives us lots of pleasure, but then after a while it becomes familiar. So our brain starts to say, this isn't new, this isn't exciting, this is familiar. So the pleasure actually wears off. Similarly, with pain or problems, we adapt in the same way. So something that feels really bad at first, we can gradually get used to. And this is why actually psychologists have discovered that even people undergoing major life changes where it could either be really positive, like winning the lottery, or conversely, somebody who's in a really bad accident and now they end up say in a wheelchair or something, one year later, the respective levels of happiness for those people have actually gone back to pretty much the level they were at before that life-changing experience. And this is the effect of hedonistic adaptation. So what can this mean when you're actually then planning changes or renovations to your home? Well, in very simple terms, it actually means that wherever possible, you should put together all the bad stuff, all the messy stuff, all the really stressful bits, so that you get that all over and done with in one big chunk. Because if you group it all, you'll sort of get used to it. And so each bit, each extra bit of mess doesn't seem so bad when you're already living with a big load of mess. And conversely, all the really pretty, beautiful bits, the bits that are gonna give you the most pleasure, you should actually take your time and add those bits slowly. So that each time you add something new, you've got that little boost of pleasure again because you have chance to appreciate each new item that you've added to your home and how that's added to it and made it prettier. I also think there are other reasons why you should look at how you spread out, how you manage the timing of a project. We know typically that estimating any kind of building or renovating or decor work We're typically bad at estimating the costs on those things. Either there are unexpected issues that come up that mean things take longer or there's more work to do, or we find that we've just guessed the wrong prices or that the fittings and things end up costing a lot more. So actually, if you have things in the project where you know you could delay things until later, it also means that during the the big 
bad bit of the project where there's lots of mess, where there's lots of stuff going on. If you know that there are some expenses that you can delay to later, that gives you a bit of a buffer to manage the finances for anything that does come up at the first stage. There's also a tendency when you're in the middle of a renovation project and you're making all of those decisions about what paint colours, what fittings, where to put things, what light switches you're going to have, what lighting fittings. There's so many decisions. And actually, I know from personal experience that there can be a tendency to agonise over each individual choice and feel as though each one has real importance and will make a huge difference to the space. And the reality is that that's not always the case. When you're living in it, even if things are really pretty, as I said, you're going to very quickly get used to things. So something that maybe wasn't your first choice, you get used to, or something that was your absolute dream item when you were doing all that choosing, uh, it's just, it's there, it's what you're used to seeing. And when we did some of our house um, in the kitchen, we have a, a peninsula unit and I wanted lights to hang down. I wanted pendants hanging over that unit so I'd got light directly where I wanted to work. And I spent hours looking online for those pendants because I wasn't seeing anything in the shops. I went around the shops first, then I started looking online. And the ones I liked best were usually made in Europe, probably somewhere like Italy, but they were on American websites I couldn't find any way to buy them in the UK, certainly didn't want to try and import them from Italy, and they were all very expensive. And it reached the point where I'd got the electrician, I wanted him to put the fittings in and get it all wired up, and so I needed something that could be plugged into the ceiling, plugged into the wiring, that would hang and that would look okay. So I ended up going with the little plastic straightforward hanging bulb and then I went and bought some glass shades from Argos for about £10 each thinking they're all right they'll do and we're actually still living with them like 10 years later because once they were up they looked nice they were okay and in the grand scheme of how everything in the kitchen looked and worked they were fine and so I just think I could have spent a fortune, but actually I didn't need to. And that actually then brings me on to a point as to how I think you should manage things. So although I think it is good to be able to delay things and work out which things could be done later, there are some items where really it is the mess, it is the fuss, and you need, if you can, to try and do that all in one go. So when I'm doing a project, I usually try and make two lists for myself of things where this is better done now when I'm making a mess, when everything's pulled apart and the walls might need replastering. So this tends to be all the structural stuff. So this is things like if you need to move a door, if you want to rehang a door, get it done. If you need new sockets or new lights, get the wiring in place. Even if you're not sure if you want the light yet, 
get the wiring in place because it's a bit of a nightmare putting the wiring there later, but you could put the fitting on later. So I normally make a list of all of those things where it would be far more hassle to do it later. And I try to get those done. And then there are lots of other decisions, which are the things that could be done later. So even things like floor coverings, sometimes you can say, do you know what, I'm just going to put down something cheap for now, or even in my first house, I just bought floor plate paint and I just painted my floors with floor paint, put a couple of rugs down to keep it clean and free of the dust until I then afforded carpet later. So some of those things you might be spending a little bit more in the short term like I did with the with the lampshades and then you replace them later but it gives you more power over your spending, over the choices and it does then delay that pleasure of wow, now I've finally saved up and I can finally go and buy the beautiful carpet or pendants that I really wanted. It helps to not only spread the money, but also spread the pleasure. So if you're planning any kind of decorating projects or particularly more renovation or building work, Take that little bit of time to think through which things could happen later. Make that list. You might choose not to delay things. You might want to do more of it up front, but keep it in mind. And eventually I will be putting a little list on the blog of some of the tips as to which things probably should be done earlier on and which things can wait. So that's all from me today. Thank you for joining in and you are listening to the Enriching Design podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and head over to enrichinghome.com. I've changed the name and join the email list and our Facebook group for updates and personal offers.